Hello, everybody. <clears throat> Sorry about my throat. Welcome to Razor Revolution Dove One Radio. This is Mickey Aerostar. Some call me Kimberly Annapole or Kimberly Ford. I'm the same. I'm the sister of David Harrison Ford III. Welcome to my ministry. Um, I would have a building, but I decided to take my ministry online strictly. Um, I travel by phone, computer, and other forms of internet. Uh, eventually I'll do another episode on myself. We're still going to do demonology and such. <sighs> I'm tired. I had a nice camp out. I needed to get away and just enjoy nature. After battling Antifa and Black Lives Matter and facing ostracism and hate by local churches, of all things, and followers that I've known for years, but I don't give up. Even to the point of people calling me names for my Asperger syndrome and other LD problems and, believe it or not, albinism. I'm a one of 30,000 in the world that has albinism. Not many understand what it means to live under the belly and recesses of the underworld to understand a musician's heart, to try to reach people that have drug problems. The underbelly of Hollywood is, how do I describe it, dark. With their soothsaying and so forth they do. I've learned from their sin or mistakes they do that there's more than to life than just taking a pill. I myself come off of Oxycontin so I understand alcoholism and some of these other addictive things. Not many understand the underbelly you have the daylighters that don't reach to the underbelly. And then you have your underbelly, which is at night, where you have good people and bad people, and the good people are trying to help the bad. And there are very few, and I'm one of them. I come from paramilitary experience, ROTC, and I know and I see, and it's not easy. I understand both sides because I was <clears throat> raised in a church with no understanding. They don't know how to reach these people. They don't know how to deal with them. How do you convey to my Christian brothers and sisters what I am when they do not understand what I am? I'm Jewish by birth, raised in a Baptist church locally 
I have all the same beliefs they do. The only difference is I have a little bit of extra learning they could learn from. How do I say it lightly? Being an archbishop of my own ministry with no help. Being a high priest with no help. Being a minister of the faith going to move further to become a senior pastor with nobody else in my church. So I turned to the Father and left my church house to him, a house of prayer, supplication. My whole life hasn't been easy with Oxycontin addiction, steroidal addiction since I was five and other pain medications that are addictive. I've lived three quarters of my life with cystic fibrosis and cardiac asthma. And these things were what kept me alive. I'm here, I was supposed to be gone at 21 years of age. My parents was told that by a doctor, and I'm still thriving, living, breathing. That's the greatest blessing I could have. Not many people understand the blessings of this life and enjoying it to the fullest. I've seen places, I've been places that only people can dream of, but I don't brag. I've been able to see the Eiffel Towers, see Tel Aviv, see Israel even. I've met Sharon and his daughter Penina. I've even met Flatley itself online. I've met the most powerful people in the world. But there's a saying, the least is the greatest and the greatest is the least in the kingdom. For it is said that the Bible is written on the hearts and minds of every man according to the will of the Father if they accept. Sometimes you have believers that do not listen nor ever will. I pray for my brothers and sisters that don't listen. I've lived with intolerance most of my life. I'm Afro-American and English by nature, or should I say heritage, along with Eskimo and other Native American tribes and Jewish. I'm multicultural. I'm what they consider Milano, if I had the dark skin, but I don't have it because of the fact that I have albinism from both parents. My mother was alban had albinism, and my father had albinism. Hmm. But they loved me. I see people no different as myself. What binds us together is what courses through our veins.
we all have freedom. That freedom courses in our veins as blood. It even courses through Yeshua or Christ's blood. And I use both terms because my Gentile brothers and sisters call him Christ. I call him Yeshua. You can hear my daily life. This is my daily life. I'm sitting in the car right now and you're hearing cars going by. I haven't been on for four months because I've been away for a while resting. I've been on respite because of Alnon. Also, I did a sabbatical during that time, which was the roughest time for me because I was suggested by Alnon to go on sabbatical. Of course, the Father put it on my heart to do so as well and pray for the nation. <coughs> right now, my allergies is driving me insane. But I'd rather have the allergies and take some form of medication that's going to affect me in some way. I have had people snarl at me call me names without really getting to know me. You see, with Asperger's, I can't get around people very much. Music is my life. It's how I live. Sometimes with my Asperger, I have to break away. To the millennials that don't understand my generation, the X generation, continue pursuing life, love, liberty. It's all we have. I've seen more wars in my lifetime than a millennial could see in one decade. For it is written, we are to honor the Father with our heart, mind, and soul. We are to love him. And we are to honor our neighbor as ourselves. These are the two most fundamental principles of the Bible. Love and charity and the other nine fruits of the Spirit develop, including faith. There's one thing I could say before I do move on. If and when it happens. I wish him well. With cystic fibrosis, it's not easy being off a medication. I seek the solace of the Father in that way. You can hear my allergies affect it. What is cystic fibrosis? Cystic fibrosis is an autoimmune disorder that only about 60 million people or less have in the United States. It drowns you in body fluids. It destroys vital organs. 
life, the quality of life for somebody, they don't live past 34. Asperger's is even rare, and it even destroys the brain functions. Because you live a high-velocity lifestyle like somebody with ADHD. I also have dyslexia, dyskulia, and dysgraphia with that. And yes, I'm very articulated because I'm a scientist. And I know what these things affected by COVID and other diseases have. Because of molecular biology. It is what I am. I run a paratransit for my mother and other elderly in my community. I don't ask for money, wealth, or fame. I just take them where they need be. I refuse to wear a mask. If they wish, they can. There's so many gifts in this life that people have. And they don't reach out with them to others. I just simply reach with love and prophecy. And there's many forms of prophecy. I'm standing right here looking at a hill with green life and abundance. A garden oasis. Yeah, there's a highway between me and it and a gas station. Uh, right now, I've got a candle lit to treat my breathing. <coughs> I'd rather tell the truth. Because the truth sets people free. For a great awakening to happen, one must let go. Not necessarily of their life, but let go of the personal system they use. That personal system is of the world. You can't have a heart of the world and a heart of the Father. It doesn't work. I've done that and I found peace in it. Many like David Amos and others have not come to realization yet. The time is short. It's like a ticking pendulum in Pandora's box. They want their ears tickled and then they name call. It's okay to call a black person the N-word nigger. It's all right to call a Jew a kike. It's all right to call a white person a cracker. But not think of the ramifications that come with it. I've had all three slung at me. All three. There's another place in the word that says, do not bear false witness. 
Do not steal. Do not covet. Do not murder. These are the founding principles of the Bible. Simple and elo eloquent as they are. I've known these all my life. My mother and father taught me well. Violet Ford and David Ford. <coughs> I've lived all my life as a Nazarite Jew. Point and check. A Nazarite Jew is no different than a Nazarene. I'm no different than a Baptist. No different than a Catholic. No different than any other affiliation. The problem is, is they've taken our belief system, Judeo-Christianism, and I've combined them together. That's why I am. I'm not wearing my necklace right now because of paratransit. I ended up having to stop somewhere to sleep overnight. I've had four nights of almost 80 hours a week running a paratransit. I have no choice, as many others in the medical community have no choice. We do what we have to do. I, I run a paratransit because it's part of Red Cross. I also do botany and science in between that. I run a ministry. I do everything that a normal American would do. I've had people thrown up at me, I need to move to Israel. Israel's not my home right now. It's dangerous because you got Arabs trying to kill people. My safety is among my own kind. But yet I don't have my own kind. I'm rare. So rare that even the Gentiles cannot understand what it means. Do they know Jesus was a Nazarite? I guess they don't. I follow the same things they do. With an added bonus, I get to light a candlelight of hope. I run my own apothecary, my own massage. I am getting ready to take those classes to service the community. I do it for cancer and other research. Matter of fact, I treated myself with the same vital instrument that I use to get rid of COVID. <coughs> but what does one understand a scientist? They don't. They come in many forms. They only want to rely on a pill. The truth is, I don't care what people are. I don't look at them gay or otherwise. I show them love. That's my testament of the Father and what has happened. Yeshua Yahweh is a Father. He's the one all-seeing light.
that people don't understand what binds a nation. This nation was founded on the principles of the Bible itself. Love, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. It's not a house that makes that happiness, a car that makes that happiness, a moped that makes that happiness. It's somebody having food, clothing, and other necessities that are needed that need to be provided. But as a nation, we fail. We just assume, drive by in a, a nice car and leave somebody on the street to die. And I've seen it many times in my medical profession. I'm an RMA, massage therapist. I also do phlebotomy. And I was taking a doctorate degree to become a doctor, and I decided not to because it's not worth it. The things that a neuroscientist has to do to destroy somebody, it's not worth it. I give up a, a $60 million job to do help people that are less fortunate than myself. I'm blessed to have a home. I'm blessed to have work. I'm happy with it. The American dream is not a taxi cab, a building, or a tree. It's the human wheel, the human heart. You have good hearts, you have bad hearts. You have black hearts, you have light hearts. Dark and light, day and night, the great divide. which is a Jewish concept in the Bible that my grandfather, Ford Jr., Sr., taught. He was an archbishop. At the end of it, it had land and sky, sky and water, the firmament. It was a prophecy. I've had all kinds of things that I do. <laughs> Heck, I've even done horseback riding and football playing. But one thing I've always stood by was my word. I may not read it all the time. In fact, right now you're hearing the Father's Grace's tears. Well, I'm going to cut this off short for 25 minutes and do another recording. The truth is, not many listen nowadays. So <clears throat> I'm going to end it here. 
take a drink and come back. Okay, I'm back after a five-minute break. So I'm going to end this with a note of three readings, devotional. I'm not going to do any recordings till Friday. Uh, demonology will be the first. I've got to get Zola Levitt lined up. Um, something new. I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a path through the wilderness. I will create rivers in dry wastelands. That's Isaiah forty-three nineteen. Whether you have generated a color code list of goals, dreams, and execution plans for the next 365 days, or you have banned resolution and vowed to make this just another day on the calendar, the clean slate represented by the first day of the new year is filled with undeniable air of ex expectation. The excitement of a new bubble or gadget pale in comparison to the promise of the new beginning deep down inside. There is a part of us which thinks this could be my year. Guess what? It is your year. This day and every one that follows is yours. It is yours to choose who and how to love, to serve, and even to be. And the choice you made is reading this page represents the choice to make this journey in the company of your Heavenly Father. This is a beautiful place to start. So, <clears throat> I read the first one. My day is just watching nature thrive, hearing the wildlife, being able to sit and eat a breakfast in the car. Take in the little things. Life is love. Love is life. That's what I live. Faith is with that. Gratitude, long-suffering. These are all parts of the fruit of the Spirit that I'm quoting. <clears throat> and to the mumblers and those trying to justify my ministry, I'm not going to justify it to mumblers. My ministry come out of <coughs> a philosophy of love. I was raised in a family of five with two loving grandparents that cared through adoption. And I encourage adoption. You can't have children. There's one or two ways, adopting or in vitro. I encourage both. And to those millennials that think that you don't have a family, there is a father that provides all needs. He's the best father you could have. He's a father that goes way beyond a normal human father. If you just trust and know. I've trusted and known all my life since I was five. Through all the heartache, 
has brought me to a place of peace. And to those millennials that say, I'm not coming back, farewell. Because things are going to get rougher with things coming. You have a choice. Choose life or death. You choose death now, you're ever lost. Because nothing can compare in this life to what's going to be in the next. Heck, I just want to see the pearly gates for all that matters. I want to hear the angels sing. I want to see fields of green and know the freedom that comes with it. I don't talk in a happy way right now. I'm not in a happy mood. I'm being very solace. Very serious. Very upfront. If you choose, as Antifa and Black Lives Matter choose, it's death. Death of soul, death of spirit, death of life. Because on the other end of that is Gehenna. Hell. You will face the two most maniacal creatures ever seen. I fought mine. And I'm not fighting anymore. I want peace. And now I've got my time of rest coming. Not by slitting my wrists. <clears throat> Not by taking a pill or somebody murdering me or putting me in prison. Peace of the soul. I just find peace. Some want to thrive on happiness and joy. Yes, there's happiness and joy coming from my word, but I'm also being serious. Because this is a serious time in our nation's history. We have two presidents. One good, one bad. One dark, one light. We have a nation ripping at its seams. 
and no one sees it. If we as American people and people of the world of the light let the dark take hold, we lose our very essence. We lose our very value. We lose what we are. That's a warning. We will see what we've seen during COVID. We will see it again. Only three times worse, a guillotine. Or, in this case, a sword over our necks. And it's very true. It's in Revelations. I have lived all my life. I have seen history. I've seen the Berlin Wall fall and the rise of socialism in my nation, in the White House. I've seen our youth being plundered by an organization that teaches Satanism. I have seen Afghanistan and Iraq as a youth. I've seen the Challenger explode. I've lived history where most young have not seen this. They're living history now and don't see it. I've sat under six presidents, seven to be exact. I was raised during the time of Martin Luther King. Intolerance and bigotry in the South. I've studied history, African history of slavery. In a matter of fact, my kind and both sides were slaves. Even in American history, Jewish Nazarites were slaves. During the Holocaust, they were slaves. Millennials have not experienced what I've experienced in a lifetime. I've been able to hold the hand of famous men and yet hold the hand of the most poorest gentlemen. I'm not bragging, I'm just telling historical fact. <clears throat> History revolves in a circular pattern. There's a season of good, a season of evil, a season of light, a season of dark. Wait a minute here. My Hebrew name has meaning, Micaiah Hadassah Yonoma. It means one who is like the father, who is a star, mature star. The last name Yonoma means 
a dove of peace or a diamond of peace. That's how my ministry started. My English name means one of the royal meadow of the morning. And to those that say it's interesting, it's fact. I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to jive. I'm not going to shake. I'm not going to jump. I'm keeping a serious scientific note. It is said the universe is on a flat plane. It's not. And a matter of fact, it's been proven that the sun is in the center of our galaxy. And our planets revolve in such a way that the galaxy, or the current situation of the planetary orbits, evolve, or revolve, should I say, around a central core, which is the axis, and it forms a staircase ladder. Huh, interesting. Ma, there is a theory... And it's not really a theory, it's a lie. Darwin propagated it. That life evolved from an amoeba into a frog, into a fish, into homo sapien. I don't call myself a homo sapien, I'm human. As a father is human. But my thought... And I quoted this to Dr. Carter many times. I'm, I was taught under her. And many at OU. I brought up the subject. Evolution does not mean that man evolved from an ape. But our minds evolve. And that evolution is going from using 10% of our brain capacity to 100%. What is that 100%? No one knows. What one knows is what the Bible describes as the heavenly nature. Some call it the ethereal nature. Some call it the spirit. Others call it the Ruach Hodesh. We don't know. My mind works in a way that many don't understand with Asperger's Syndrome. I am able to hear both sides, as in the spirit, as in the physical. I don't judge one way or the other. It's not meant for me to judge. I ceased doing recordings because I wanted to spend time to myself. I don't get much time. I take care of two elderly people who I care for very much. <clears throat> and they've got one senile dementia and the other one 
has osteochondromata, which causes vascular I don't have any children of my own per se right now. Probably never will. Not in this life anyway. Sometimes I have to find solace away from just daily living. Many find solace in work and feel unfulfilled. I've experienced the world so I know what it's about. If you want to have a revival, you got to pull away from the world to have that revival. You can't have it and live in the way you live. Money is the root of all evil. If you fall for the systems of this world, you fall for their money, you fall for their greed. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, or, uh, or what nationality you are. Yes, it's good to have money. Money gets us things. It, it provides for us. But what is your happiness? Is it a buck or a kick in the butt? Why I say that is I've had things happen in my life, did it. I bench pressed a 4,500 ton bus for crying out loud with a quarter of my body to half of my body crushed in a hospital for six months. I got to sing in a band, even play in band in high school, and all the popularity that goes with it. I went to normal living. I find peace and happiness in it. Even to be a top scientist, it's not worth it. Los Angeles sucks, by the way. Hollywood is not what it's cracked up to be. Just a big of flattering, pawing, grabbing, snarling, sniveling, you know what? I'm not going to say it on mine. I've had ROTC nearly three quarters of my life. Right now I'm on active reserves. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of fighting for people that don't care. 
I'm tired of doing paratransit. What is respect? What is there in respect of people nowadays? They don't care. That's the truth. They want to live a high and mighty life, only to be knocked off that perch. And I've seen many. Huh. Heck, I've seen many. Good example was a young man in Hollywood that I spoke to. I'm not going to give names. He was on his top of his game. And he did one thing wrong. And I warned him not to do it. And he ended up in prison. And I've seen many. But one thing that I will not tolerate is another human being being another human being. I've had it, experienced it. I stand on the cusp of a court case from that. But I'm not going to talk about it. I've had it all my life. I've had people spit in my face, throw things at me, call me white cracker, call me a nigger, call me whatever. And some well-known pastors even have done it without asking what's going on. That's why I backed away from most central churches. All they think about is brick and mortar. They don't think about the heart of their congregation. <coughs> As you can hear, I open my door. What I mean, they don't think about the heart of their congregation. They have young youth. Some of these youth have learning disabilities. I know one young lady right now sitting in a church that has Down syndrome. She has a daughter, technically, smart as a tack, showing the same signs I have. And the father totally blatantly ignores it. This young lady, when she gets old enough, won't be able to cope with society. Most of my, my kind can't. We withdraw. The only way we find solace is to record our natural ability. For me, with Asperger's, I can't associate with people. I can't get around people. I can't live a normal life. I talk or I say hi, but then I get people, how do I say, Give me the weird look of unjustification. Get away from me. You're odd. 
I have an IQ of 900. Given, like the Rain Man, I love books. I absorb them. I, I'm a bookworm, as some people might say. I have 98 to 100% memory capacity. I withdraw from society because of what I have. Because people don't understand what Asperger's is. Many with Asperger's have other learning disabilities. Rain Man, for example, had um, uh, offhand it fell off. It, he had autism. And yes, Asperger's makes my mind go a mile a minute and I can't deal with it. But many of the older generation doesn't understand the younger generation and what these kids, and I call them kids, teenagers, are facing. You have some that have learning disabilities that can't make it through school properly. So they define their life by drugs, alcohol, and other things like crocodile and, and so forth and so on. I was of the X generation. I know what the younger feel and I know what the older think because I come between the baby boomers. And in that generation, many of the baby boomers made the biggest mistake of their life by killing out their kids. Abortion. That's why we got a wide gap between the two generations now. And I don't care if you're Christian or Jewish, saved or unsaved, it goes for everyone. You killed your children. And it says, in the Bible written on the heart and mind, thou shall not kill. But the truth is, who wants to listen? They want to put life aside for partying. Life aside for a tan. I speak this thoroughly. I'll be right back to speak more on it here in about five minutes. I'm going to cut and I'll be right back. And to those, I'm back, by the way, to those that look for spiritual wisdom and enlightenment in 
personal fame, it don't work. You can't get, how do I say, fulfillment in falling pillar to post. I refuse to follow pillar to post. I found peace and settled in it. Great wisdom comes with great responsibility. If you can't have that responsibility in wisdom, then what is there? When I run my course, so do I will give the Father my hand and I'll go into this next life. Happy. Alone, but happy. That was my dream. And no, it's not ortho unorthodox. Many who are true followers like Drake knew what it meant to follow the Father and His will. They knew their identity and they knew their place. I'm sitting here watching a road right now with people moving back and forth. They're more worried about partying. They're more worried about carrying cargo, which isn't vital, is vitally important for a nation. But there's something much more vitally important, and he cries out to his children. Step to the side for an hour a day and speak with me. But they don't. They want a great awakening. It's time to move that great awakening. It's time to park the car, bend on your hands and knees and ask for forgiveness. But it won't come. They'll be left behind. They're blinded, you might say. They're all in it when somebody is up in arms about fighting something. And then they decide to quit. They ridicule the person. They ostracize the person. They hurt the person internally. And when that person withdraws, they expect them to speak. I hit that the core of many things. I know backstabbers when I see them. But I don't judge them. They have to wallow in their own manure. It is just as polite as it is. I will tell the truth. Each person wallows in their own mud pit of life. 
Some come out of that muck, but others do not. They want to wallow in their self-pity. That's what it is. I don't wallow in self-pity. I don't want to. I've lived a long, productive life for 45 years old. I've worked in grocery stores. I've worked in floral shops. I've worked about every job you could think. Oh well, yeah, they provide, they give, they take. Even the federal government takes, honestly. I don't see why they're going to have taxes, but we have to pay them. We're American citizens. In a system that doesn't make sense. And yet people want it handed on a silver platter. If I can't have a day's work... I don't feel fulfilled. But we are so to seek our own path in life. There's a straight and narrow and there's a winding curved road. Then he wants a short way out. I choose the other. Heck, it's just like a sidewalk walking it. You can have a sidewalk with trees around it and you uproot the concrete or asphalt or pavement, whatever is fancy, and it still be straight. Or you could have a curved sidewalk and actually bump your head into a tree. <sighs> Sorry, I'm still tired. I sit here looking at a candle. The candle gives light, but it only burns so long because of the oil and beeswax in it. Our flame is just like that candle. I could take the lid and dump it out and it not give light. That's what it means when Jesus talked about putting the light under the bushel. When you take that lid, it smothers it. Same way with a bushel basket. If you put it under a bushel basket, one or two things, it'll catch on fire because it's wood or it'll die out because there's not enough fuel. 
I've had this one candle burning all night long and it's still burning. It's called the Candle of Hope. Where the spirit is on fire. Everybody has to battle to get it. I've won my battle. I'm finished. I'm, I'm not going to battle anymore. Our battle is based on the word and our mind. Applying it. If you don't return to your word, it's nothing. Secrets can't be revealed by the Father if you don't follow the word. In obedience. Many want to drink soda. Many want to drink other addictive stuff. Don't get me wrong, soda's good to enjoy. But living on it, it's impossible. I've had to do healthy eating all my life. I don't know. I mean, I incorporate it because our bodies need sugar to feel that spark. If you don't feel that spark of the body to where it processes the sugar properly, you either end up with diabetes or you're dead within 7 to 10 days max. Just like a car running on gasoline. It's a form of gasoline. Our bodies has got to function. You cannot function without it. You can't function without the Krebs cycle. The heart pumps. It takes an electrical force. Everybody has an electrical force. Strong or weak. The older we get, that electrical force gets less and less till we pass on to the next life. It's our life force. There are those that don't have a life force. They don't want to live. Then there are those that have life force. The breath. That's what the Ruach is. Many call it the spirit. Many call it the progenerator. Who knows? Not going there. All I know is my hand, when I draw it, has energy. Our bodies operate on a conductive conductor called a neuron. That neuron travels up our mind, our arm, to the brain, and it functions. And we move our fingers, our arms, our hands in response. Then you have body parts that are continual, like the heart, constantly pumping. Because of an electrical force. Without that, a person dies. They defibrillate. Good examples, my grandmother, when she passed out, 
her heartbeat stopped. They had to bring in a mechanical device to correct the issue to keep the heart going longer. It sends a pulse, a generated EAD pulse. Younger, the younger people don't understand for an elderly person or even somebody my age that has a health issue that we have to live day to day. Hour to hour, minute by minute. That's what the defibrillator does till it gives its battery out. I've seen people that has had these devices have to live a life tied to a phone. They use a resonant magnet to amplify it on the heart itself. They'll have a device usually on the right or left-hand side. They put it on that device, and it causes distress on the heart. My grandmother Adams died close to 80 years old. My grandfather was in his 90s when he passed in uh, 2014, 2016. And I watched him deteriorate. I have a mother now that's the same thing's happened with her kidneys because of diabetes. She's had diabetes all her life since she was 45. Not because she wanted it, but because she had a parent that done something that affected her. Generation effective, basically, alcoholism. Alcohol is a wonderful thing if drank in moderation. But when you get somebody addicted to alcohol, it destroys lives. My mother's a testament to that. Her family was split four ways. Of 17 kids, three quarters of them died from alcoholism. The last one being the youngest one with a heart outside the body. My mother ended up having diabetes, uh, alcohol damage to pancreas. She can't produce insulin. Her body doesn't function properly because the islets of Lingerhang can't produce a viable substance that's needed to burn the sugar. So consequently, when she goes out with diabetes 3, one and two, all at the same time. She can't burn the sugar, so the sugar builds up in her body and causes a syrup effect in the blood, and it clots. She has to have heparin, heparinol, and other drugs to thin out the body for dialysis because she's got one kidney totally gone and the other kidney three-quarters because it's small because it's alcoholism again. That's why when I do the Seder, I taper. Because I use a sweet rind that has a slight acidity to it that is fermented, and I don't want to have that, so I mix it with a grape juice that thins it out. When I do 
the Seder, or in this case, the communion, as Christians call it. And not many knew that. I run my own home church. I'm cleaning it right now, getting ready to open it up. I believe in home churching and homeschooling people. I run my own Shiva in my home. And I say my home because it's also the Father's home. I'm by myself and I teach online here. That's how my ministry goes because I'm constantly on the go. Whatever church I go to, that's where I record for the night for the pastor and they get do honors. I had to take a break because of COVID. I had COVID, Omicron, Stealth Omicron, Fluorocron, and SARS all at one time. But it's not important. Not important at all, really. I don't look at it that way. If life is what people say is so important, then that's just like a flower sitting on the ground. I'd rather see that flower. It's more important than a lawnmower. It's more important than a gas-driven engine. The most precious thing is life being able to breathe, being able to be born in this life to affect others. But instead, a vehicle or sitting in a pew and listening to people tickle ears is more important. I don't tickle ears and I'm not going to tickle ears anymore. I'm going to tell it like it is. This world is going to pots. It's like stubble of a chaff that you want to blow away. The word makes the wheat. And then there are tares that are half believers. 
that only want to hear what they want to hear, and that's it. And one of that's blessing. And in order to get a blessing, you must honor the Father in all ways to get a blessing. There is no due honor when you disrespect your neighbor. There is no due honor when you disrespect the Father. But yet they want their ears tickled. They want a dollar on a silver platter. They want fame and fortune. They want things of this world. I've turned my back on it. And on those that want things of this world. They have a choice. As simple as a book. As simple as a pen. What can I say? It's not worth it. There's hope. The Father's sacrifice of something is hope, his blood. But people don't want to listen. They seek knowledge of the world. When they say that the Old Testament or the old way doesn't influence the new, new, that it was done away with by the crucifixion, they're wrong because it's right in plain view. All they got to do is look. It's written up on the hearts and minds of every man that truly trusts and believes. It's always been that way. It's mentioned 14 times in the word to trust and to know. Write it up on your heart, write it up on your mind. It's even mentioned by Moshe himself. Each scripture is an edification of oneself. Even the principles and founding of Judaism recognizes them. Even though the ironic line walked away from it to add other things. But what does a Gentile know? What does a Jewish believer know? They're blindsided. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, or all of one thing, the human species. A lawnmower can't save you. A car can't save you. A pair of shoes can't save you. Your clothes can't save you. You could be naked in the street and it not save you. But Yeshua or Jesus can. Little known secrets. Not many turn to the four corner philosophy. 
In Christianity, they only do three, the triad, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Put the Father and Son together, they will know the Father in full regalia. Which makes the fourth dimension of the Father. That's the only way you can call upon his name. Is accepting as as one. Because it is one. In Jewish tradition, that's what it is. The Father teaches the Son. As he teaches us, we learn. But who understand the will of the Father. And no matter how demons may abide in bringing their little games and everything, it won't stop me from talking. Because I'm going to continue talking. And this recording's going up regardless. I've lived a full productive life. I'm looking for the next life. And my hand going into the Father's hands in his courts of praise. Very few get to look on Yeshua's face. And yes, they're trying to come around here interrupting me as usual. And you have a hissy press in you. Let them do as they will. Their time is short. A tear will be a tear will be a tear and they will burst. I have come to one conclusion that when my life comes, I will pass into this next life into a better life. I've come to accept the will of the heavens on earth. And the most hardcore principle there is, family. Mishpukah. And there are many forms of fools and nutbags in the world. Foolishness is not accepted by the Father and never will.
that's how it is. Here comes the nut bags again. This is what they do. Try to tempt you to come out into their their way of thinking. Their way of thinking is the Bible's not important. Work is important. Working yourself to death. This is how it is. I'm going to take a five minute. Well, I've said all I'm going to say. I know I'm not going to bend to group's interests. I come over to the cemetery to take in the quietness. I'll take a walk later and then head home. And who knows what will happen. I come over to the Catholic side because it's peaceful. I can't say more. Yes, outside here in the same. Oh, feels so good just to stare at nature versus culture. I'm in a place of less resistance. <clears throat> yes, I'm among the dead, and Nazarites don't normally come near the dead, but the dead is six feet under. They sleep in a repose state. What little the churches know of the other side that I know, I'm not going to brag. They don't want to hear the truth. Some say my postings are revolting. I'm going to read another verse. Ah, comfortable here. All things new. He who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And it's Revelations 21.5. The most beautiful thing about Yahuwah or God, we were we've entrusted our lives to is that we make all things new. That is a faith statement. It has always been true and will always be true. As we begin a new year empty and full of both bright promises and worrisome unknown, we can rest our souls in the truth that our God or Yahuwah will make everything new. Our regrets Mistakes and failures are nothing compared to his covenant promise of redemption and newness. Interesting. All things new. I wonder if very many believers understand what all things new are. I do. (sighs) 
easy to think, easy to ponder, easy to wonder. I've enjoyed much of my life. I'm 45 years old. I don't really care. Oh, I find time to rest. I plan in June just to take a day off before first fruits. Maybe even the first to just take a camping trip out to Vesuvius. I'm not going to say where. Who knows? I've serviced the Christian community and Gentile community for nearly a year and a half now. I will say to the pastors and shepherds of churches that overwork themselves, you need to take some time away, hand it over to someone in stewardship under ministry, and just take a life lesson. I've seen the world, I've done the world in my younger years. And ministered to many in other countries as a youth. I've met people like John Paul, Pope John Paul, to Mother Teresa. Even shook Sharon's hand. I've even went to places like Sedona, Arizona, and met the Native Americans there and witnessed to them. My ministry has went global in nearly 128 countries, including the United States. I started out with 80 million viewers and have grown to 214 million plus in less than a year and a half. And that's just beta testing my ministry. In the year and a half or two years, I've seen exponential growth, blessings of the Father, right? put it all in his hands. My ministry, just like Parsley and others, goes to the Father. I only teach the truth. But what nowadays is the truth? Where do people stand? I don't declare myself a high roller or a low roller or a middle roller or a middle ground. I just move. I came out of the underground of the hyper gospel movement. Steamrollers. Many of these steamrollers aren't accepted in the Christian community. We're shunned because we have special things we do. Me, I like Lolita. I dressing Lolita. I cater to the Lolita crowd because they have children that would otherwise be lost to the community. Musicians. Musicians like Lindsey Sterling, 
Alex Boyd, Boyle, or Boyd, or Hellstone, and Boyle are just a few that broke away from Hollywood because of mistreatment. I come out of a family of musicians very highly. My father came, had a cousin that was Tennessee Henry Ford, who started the Ford Foundation. I don't look at that. I, he's passing on. Buck can take control. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't look at American culture. The current cultural situation doesn't enthuse me. Sex, money, greed, that has no bearing. I've had people call me an idiot. I'm crazy. I need to see a psychiatrist. I need to go here and there because I'm showing love to people. Good example was a former pastor. I forgive him, but I won't draw my line. I've had this happen once before in a church when I started voicing my opinion. Sometimes my opinion could stab at the core, but... I forgive him nevertheless. There's an old saying, if you do, how do you say, intolerance and other forms of sin, and you tolerate it in a church by hurting others, it comes back tenfold. I've never hurt anyone. Only tell them my opinion and move on. Only to find out 10 or 12 years later that it has hurt the congregation. But that's beside the point. I've seen the trade centers fall. I've seen a 10-year war where a man was finally executed for what he did. I've seen a president that was the first Muslim in office. Now we've got a cynical, nickel man in the office that is crazy. We have two presidents. First time in history since Abraham Lincoln. We've been standing on a precipice and ever slowly sliding off that precipice. Right now, churches aren't doing what they're supposed to do. They're not preaching the gospel as it should be. We have youth... Listening and listening to the tickling. They want a spiritual revival, but yet they're not ready for it. They're calling for a great awakening. Do they really know what the great awakening in a Hebrew sense is? No, they do not. They don't study it. The great awakening that America so desperately wants brings in the end of the age as we know it. It means putting Christ on earth. It means putting our heavenly realm on earth, the kingdom. Not that I don't disagree, we need the kingdom. But it means looking at the analogy of the resurrection, as they call it. 
In the Hebrew sense, it's called the catching away of the saints. It all happens in a moment with less resistance. It means you giving up one form of life for another. It means total switch and chaos. Every era of the church's existence, we've had a form of chaos happen. From the beginning of the founding of the apostles until now, we're getting ready to go into the final age or final era. Many call it dispensation. Dispensationalism doesn't fit its error. Every 250 years, we have an error. We're coming to the end of one error and the beginning of another one. We're all come together. We're at that apex right now. How I know this is I carry a Nephrite Bible with me that teaches these things. It's been in existence for nearly 6,000 plus years, hid among the Jewish Latter-day Saint community. They pulled away from the regular Latter-day Saints to start their own synagogues, Nazarites from Ala, Florida. They were also mingled in with the Nazarenes. I have the only existing copy. The man that wrote it perished during COVID. It's on my computer and it will stay there along with Levitt's Bible. I have it. Zola Levitt only ever produced 25 such Bibles in existence and I have one. Rescued. And I generously paid for it from the library, by the way. Or will be paid for. They offered it to me. I have 17 known Bibles. From the King James to the New Living Testament. Even Schofield, my grandfather Ford, is with me. And I use all of them. I'm a very avid Bible reader. I have a library, probably about two to $3,000 worth. I have books that I've written that has never been produced. I know secrets and I know those mysteries that most Gentiles would die for. The inner workings of the gematria of the temple. I know the Bible Codex. I plan to get the software to have it. But I know an even deeper secret that many are trying to figure out they haven't put together. The secret of the bride. I'm not going to mention it here. But I will tell you, it's embedded inside the Bible. We all are embedded in the book of life. Let me ask you this. Do you know what the book of life is? No, you don't. You think it's a book? Splayed out in heaven. You carry the book of life in your hand. Every name ever written that is ever saved is written in that book of life. In some form, way, or another. Your future and your past is written in the word. Or should I say the living ark.
The Living Ark is not complete. There's other books that go in that book that have been stripped. Good example is Esther. We have 10 chapters in the 66 books. But did you know that in Esther, there's a total of 14 to 16 books written? We also have the book of Gad hidden inside the Bible. The book of Nathan, the prophet. The book of I do is hidden. I have talked about these books because I'm deciphering them from Hebrew. Not an easy task when you, you have to learn Hebrew to do it. There's also books hidden within Genesis that no one knew. Like the book of wars of the Lord. And it tells each war that will happen. And in this book of world, of the world, uh, how do I say it? Word of, uh, war of the Lord, or Adonai. It talks about the future. And a future civil war that will take place. First in the spirit, and then in the physical. It includes Balaam's donkey. It includes the fire pillar appearing before many. Lightning and thunder, rain and smoke and fury in his words. The physical appearance of the Father in human form. To relate the father's white hair, relate it to an Asperger syndrome person. My hair is light brown. I have to keep it bleached or it'll fall out from sun damage because what little melanin I have in it attracts the heat, the ultraviolet light, and it burns my scalp. I am a microchiometic. I can't have children without some form of science to do so. My other three siblings are buried within my body. One male, two female. The third was me, the oldest. I look at it that they saved my life, and I'm here. I'm alone, but I'm here. There's only four known cases of chiomatic or microchiomatic entities in the United States. I'm one of the four. I'm female. If I hadn't fully developed, I would have had male genitalia, but I don't. I lost my siblings there with the father. I was one of quad one of four quadruplets, identical, which is very rare. I walk my path 
alone in this world. But I look at it this way. When my time comes, my promise is the Father's hand taking it, my right hand. I know this from a vision I seen nearly 25 years ago. No one will see that day. Only me. The others that I know will be the past or would have went into the resurrection or the catching. What many don't understand in the catching means we don't, we go through a change process and then we remain as is here on earth. It's all in one cyclical fashion. The separation of the wheat and tares explain it in the Bible. The wheat go to hell, the wheat go with the father, the tares go to hell or Gehenna. Most of those books that told that are in the Catholic canon. Book of Thomas talked about it. The book of Ju uh, Yehu talked about it. Or Jehu, as many pronounce it. And a couple others. These books are available online. And I keep a Bible trove. Of nearly 1,700 plus books. Digitalized. That will be available in the near future. I have 17 different versions of biology books alone. A little tidbit, when you look at the heart, look at what you see. You cut it sideways, just as Perry Stone described it. It forms a shin, which is the father's middle initial of his name, Hashem or Yahuwah or Yahweh. You have both versions in Hebrew translated. I stand right now in a Catholic cemetery. I'm not going to say where. In front of a tree called Kriptum, or Israeli dogwood. I use it religiously with sweet grass, which there's sweet grass here. I make my own apothecary oils because I don't want to buy what's on the market. If I buy it, it's sparingly and limited. My world is from nature and nurture. And I enjoy it that way. Thank goodness for that. Well, I'm going to read one more verse. Out of encouragement. Definitely not that one. 
faith matters. He, Abram, was fully convinced that Yahuwah God is uh, able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abram's faith, God counted him as righteous. Think about it. Sometimes we are hastened to admit that we are discouraged because our prayers are not being answered. So many godly men and women have believed God for a miracle and not received it on earth. Does this mean their faith was in vain? God's promised Abraham that he would be the father of many nations and that through him all people of the earth would be blessed. He believed even though in the in the nat- natural it was an was an impossible feat, but he believed in it. Yahuwah saw his faith and counted him as righteous. Hebrews 11 listed other giants of faith. Abel, Enoch, Noah, Jacob, Joseph, and Moshe. And it said, all these people died still believing that Yahuwah had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. Hebrews 11:13 There may be prayers we utter that we will not see answering in our lifetime. Can we eliminate the saints of the old and believe no matter what the outcome is? Think. What is the outcome? Strange how demons try to tempt even in the rain. I stand right here right now looking at a dove, a turtle dove, Israeli, eating grass, also known as a rain crow. Small dove of peace.
I find solace in that. That <sighs> disappeared actually. Well, I'm going to stop my recording, take another five-minute break, eat something, and I'll be right back. Well, this will be the final part of a five-quart run. <clears throat> How do I say this lightly? I'm now hearing rumblings in the background of energies trying to tell me what to do. I had me a nice meal. I'm going to finish my meal. Um... Yes, I do serve the community with water and, and other things to a limitation. I'm not here to give them my life. I'm here to serve the Father as a servant, not them. All my life I've had other people dictate to me how to run my existence. My ministry and my private paratransit is mine and mine alone, and I will run it as I see fit. I will help where I can, and I will do as I can. I'm a free entity. If I decide to lay down my life, I will lay it down. It's not their choice. I'm not going to slip my wrists to commit suicide or anything else. I'll just call on the Father and he will take me as needed. This life and all its commotion, its cultural norms and disnorms, and sociology, and Scientology, and all these other forms of false accusation. I don't want them. I prefer to be at home doing my own ministry. I've tried every church out there, didn't find anything that filled me. They need to go back and look at the apostles and truly understand what the apostles were all about. They don't understand. They rely on pastors too much to teach them. A true believer calls upon the Father and the Father provides it through the blood, not through somebody else's etiquettes taking somebody else's vain approach. Science is not the answer totally. I mean, it proves the point that the Father exists. But you can't have a life sustaining without the breath. Without his every touch and feeling. I separate myself from other people because... I feel secure. I'm going through what they call saintship. And no one understands what saintship is these days. 
Many of your apostles went through the same thing. We all go through our discourse. Not all make it. It means purification of one's heart, mind, and soul. Separating oneself to the Father. It means making your justification before the throne. Spiritually speaking, every man goes through a great white throne judgment. No one knows it because they don't hear it. They don't see it. They don't accept it. They accept it as being the end of time. But the great white throne judgment has been throughout time, future and past, where we're given the white stone or a black stone. If we're given the black stone, the casting of lots, they go to hell, which is interesting. Many find a discourse of things. Just now, a group of people went by me with their thoughts and minds that Jesus is not here. Oh, he's very much here. And you're his children. This is what I've been dealing with for approximately one year. Now I reject their thoughts. We are all supposed to be in unity in one house. I don't care if you're Catholic. I don't care if you're Protestant or what. Or Messianic. We're of one family. I watch an elderly couple with a disabled child. Interesting they should bring a disabled child with Down syndrome before me. And chairs to camp out in the cemetery. Very interesting they step on holy ground.
invading my privacy. And then they park the big butts in a, hmm, very interesting. And I'm not going to preach to them. I said, I'm going to go to sleep and not talk to anyone. I'm not here to give them meat. No food will be given. I'm going to say something that I'm hearing from the Father right now. You're challenging the Father's will, and you're challenging the Father's etiquettes. If you think I'm going to give in. What I mean by no food is there will be no word. I give the last word. You continue challenging me. There's not going to be much left. Now they're bringing a lawnmower out. I think I'm going to leave. This is absurd. Foolishness. But they would bring a child into a place like this and mow lawns. That child should be at home with his parents. Took well care of. Not that I'm saying the grandparents don't take care of it. But bringing it out under a tree to camp. As far as my ministry, my ministry makes the decision of what it will do. No one else makes that decision. <clears throat> Point and check. Point and check. I'm going to check my food here. Uh, substance. For Catholic, my Catholic brethren, 
it's time to let go of your idols. Your adultery. Mary's not to be worshipped or venerated. And I will not bow down and break to that. I don't bow to statues. Nor do I bow to pastors, theories, or evolutionary thought. Calvinism taught the wrong thing. And many other forms of religion taught the wrong thing. My thought is exactly as the apostles thought. Which most of the things of the apostles had have been lost. Because the book has been torn apart. And this is historical fact. It's in the Dead Sea Scrolls. There's many books in the Dead Sea Scrolls that talk of Christ and what he taught. History is history. Jesus' crucifixion wasn't in his hands, but in his wrists. Berlin Wall came up because of the fact Hitler and then Russia come in and took over after the Americans invaded. That's where Warsaw come in. Dark and light has been fighting ever since. Right now we got dark in the White House and light is being persecuted. To the point that now they're turning to the dark. I refuse to do so. Using a child to tempt a believer into their way of thinking is wrong. We've got nearly a quarter of a billion children at the border right now in concentration camps. Matter of fact, right now they're bringing out a lawnmower. And I'm not going to be in. It's not going to work. And we'll go somewhere else. And I'm going to leave the recorder on as I pass. Sit this in the floor here. For every nuance I do, I ignore.
not go south. I refuse to go south any longer. private function where do I don't care what you want send your demons raiders in Enough of the bull crap myself. I said when my candle burns out that's it my time will time it and I suggest those that truly trust find your candle and let it burn For there are many things in this life not as important as life. All right now I came to a cemetery. A lot of these people passed on to their next life. This life is death. To have the gift I have is the insight of wisdom. But a person that has that gift that has been given as a free gift must learn to use it appropriately and learn the functions thereof. You can't rely on someone else to teach you. You learn on your own. I've lived a long, productive life. I'm happy with it. And they keep coming. 
And just like many others, I am now seeing true believers coming in to seek solace, to commune with one another. A place of rest, supplication. I enjoy it. Well, I'm going to say it do. I love you guys. I have my moment. I'll be getting out of the car and just taking a walk. After eating, of course. To those that are true believers, my car is open. But to those that don't trust and obey, it's shut. This is my mouth stays shut and my wisdom stays shut to those that do not obey the Father. I love you guys. Shabbat Shalom to you. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. And pray for those less fortunate. I won't say pray for our nation because right now we have an interim government that I wouldn't care for. I love you guys and adieu.